Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 149 and it is Wednesday, January 16th, 2019. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's going on, everybody? That's right. We are here once again with a brand new episode. We're going to get into some things, talking about you know, most anticipated stuff of 2019, things we're looking forward to for video games, movies, comics, the whole shebang. Um, Carl's uh, sharing the social, well, sharing our episode on social media as we speak via Facebook. So if you're tuning in live on Facebook Live, welcome. Uh, yeah, man, got a, got a lot to get into. Um, uh, NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool, that's going to be one of the, one of the topics. And uh, some other stuff. So before we get into the episode proper, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Studio Headphones. Yes. Uh, 24-hour battery life, studio quality sound, Bluetooth capable. Uh, what you got ours. You got yours? That's that's a good question. Um, if you're in the market for some sharp headphones, uh, get get yourself a pair of Studio Regent headphones. Uh, you can get 15% off by entering Codex Podcast. Yes. Yes. Entering Codex Podcast at the checkout. And as always, there's free shipping in the USA. That's right. That's right. Yes. I nailed the sponsorship. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. Also, make sure you pick up a t-shirt at wehavemerch.com. Yes. Yep. So you can get a swank t-shirt with the Codex Prime logo. For that man or that lady in your life. Oh my God, you still, why are you still saying that? <laughs> I, I couldn't resist. I, I just couldn't resist. Can, can I have one lady per, per episode? Just one? Oh, that's kind of a lot. That's... I mean, sure. I mean sh- shout outs to Bill Burr. Sure, sure. Why not? <laughs> thank you, thank you. But uh, but yeah, before we um, as we start this episode, uh, Mr. Bird, I do have one question for you oh, as Jesus. you share the episode. Yep. My question is, mm-hmm. how about them cowboys? Woo! <laughs> it's still about them cowboys. I'm gonna let you know that right now. It'll always be how about them cowboys. Well, but yeah, we are we're, we're out of the playoffs. Yeah, our season came to an end. We got we lost by ten to the uh, Los Angeles Rams. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. Good start. Fell into some quicksand, and that pretty much was it. it. Had some hopeful shots, but yeah, we unfortunately we came up short. Yeah, but no matter what, I mean, I'm still proud. I'm still proud of my team. I'm still loyal. Yeah, you know, it's it comes with it comes with the territory being lifelong and loyal. <coughs> Patriots fans, mm-hmm. we. It, it comes with heartbreaks. It comes with triumphs. So, right. I mean, yeah, it, it literally comes with the territory. Yeah, as per usual. But, uh, face. but you but, know, but I'm sure that you enjoyed, uh, you know, your wonderful weekend with uh, watching the Cowboys, you know, buckle under the, underneath all that pressure. Actually, um, no. Uh, something bad happened to me this weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. They found fraudulent charges on my debit card. Damn. So they canceled that. So I was like out of money for like the whole weekend. I had like no access to my money. So I just sat there and just like, yeah, that sucks, man. Identity theft and watching your your favorite team lose on top of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, in in the words of Stephen A. Smith, 
uh, what can go wrong with the Dallas Cowboys will go wrong, as uh, as he so eloquently put it. I mean, the Rams losing. I mean, excuse me, Dallas Cowboys losing to the Los Angeles Rams, and you know it was only a matter of time. I'm mad you got notes on this. Yeah. Oh, you know, I I'm did. mad you. Did you really? Yeah. Did yeah. You I, really make I notes did. about this? I did. You know, I, I had to do a little research to get my troll on. You know, you know. I mean, you know, in looking at the uh, previous games as of late with the Dallas Cowboys, you know, barely, barely surviving the Seahawks by two points. Twenty. No, we actually had that one. We gave them that last one, but they scored just a little like too late. Yeah. So well, we had that. Yeah. Whatever. And then you had uh, the Giants. You barely survived that with one point yeah. by one point. That was a hell of a game, though. Yeah, I'm sure. And, of course, who can forget the classic game this season? Uh, Cowboys losing. To the Indianapolis Colts. Yes, yep. we got our first blowout since, like, oh. Oh, yeah. I, yep. I remember seeing that. Yep, 0-23. to 23. And, you know, you know, you know, the last two games alone just proved that, you know, the Cowboys, you know, they put a lot of pressure on themselves. All the hopes and dreams and expectations of the Cowboys faithful they just couldn't he sure live up. Did. Yeah, Kyle, you're right. He sure did. He sure did Google it. I did. I did Google it before <laughs> we started. And you know, they just they just could not live up to the expectations nah, as per usual. Nah, well, there were two play, two key players that were missing, though. So Zach right. um, on our offensive line, Zach Martin was hurt, and then Travis mm. Frederick had that immune immune sick, immunity sickness. Damn. So um, that sidelined him for I think just a year, but um, mm. hopefully he would be back. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping, but I mean, help is on the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's Cowboys that. Nation, be blessed, not stressed. <laughs> so, <laughs> blessed, um, not stressed. Like, you know. So I, for the for the remainder of the season, I'm uh, I'm gonna go for the Seahawks. I mean, not for the Seahawks, for the Saints. You're gonna go for the Saints to yeah. make to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, okay. I would like to see Drew Brees get another one. Yeah, indeed, indeed. As long as it's not the Patriots, because the Patriots are horrible. Okay. And their and their fan base is obnoxious as as hell, hell. So you know, so as long as the Patriots suffer another loss this year in the Super Bowl, if they do make it there, then I'll I'll be even happier. But you know, I, I always find it funnier yeah, that you know, you know, Michael Irvin, you know, called uh, the Cowboys God's team. We are. <laughs> well, God must have a wicked sense of humor. He must be the best comedian out there because uh, yeah, my my grandma, my grandmother, God rest her soul, has said that. So, well, well, you know, I, okay, but um, but you know, I, you know, every, every year, Carl, doesn't it burn you up that every year, every year, like for the past twenty three years, you've suffered loss after loss after loss. Every year, it's our year, Big Ben boys, we yeah. go make it to the Super Bowl. You've said it in ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, two thousand ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. And then 2018 season, it's your, it's our year. Yeah, no, I will, and I will continue not. to say that as a lifelong loyal fan, fan, I'm going to do that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I'm sh- not. Cha- listen, I'm not going to change teams. I'm not. Sh- shouldn't you? Shouldn't at, at, at long last no. at this point? No. What? No. It's t- 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 typical. It's like it's like. You 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 you've been accustomed to eating so many L's. Why can't you embrace a winning team? Oh, we had one. We had one in what two years ago? Dak Prescott's rookie year. Yeah, but it's, remember, it's a it's a lifelong loyal thing. Sure. I will always be. I will always be a fan. Like when you pick a team, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. Unlike Patriot fans, they were fans of other teams. It goes, oh, then Brady comes. Okay, it's cool to like the Patriots now. Yeah. Well, you know. That's what that's what they did. Yeah, it's true, true. But, you know, like, you know, I, I will say that, uh, you know, I will not 
on this podcast suffer the indignity of having to wear another one of those musty ass, <laughs> dusty ass, busta ass cowboys Don't jerseys. Bet. Don't make bets. You know, which which smells suspiciously like cocoa butter and monster energy drink, by the way. It was Jurgens, okay? <laughs> damn, damn it. You see that? I, I will not be I will not be embarrassed on my show ever again by wearing that filthy, filthy jersey. Would you rather wear a Patriots jersey? Damn it, that's like asking me if you, if I need if I want if I prefer AIDS or cancer. But you love cancer. I don't love cancer. <laughs> Come on. Now. It's been historically it's on the art. You can check the archives. No, nah, it's not true. It's it's widely overblown. But I will say, I will say to you, Carl, you know, before we move on, you know, I will say if the Cowboys hope to be an elite team, as you claim they are, perhaps Tony Khan can buy them out. You see what I did there? Wrestling reference. I, I know what you did there. <laughs> I mean, you can also. You, I mean, you can. He doesn't al- even have enough. The Cowboys are worth more than him. I don't know why. I don't know how that's possible. With a large we have we're the most valuable sports franchise in the world. Really? Google it. Really? Google. You want me to Google it right now? Google it right now. I I I don't believe because I I think that's a specious claim, because considering the fact that the Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl. Since floppy disks were in style, okay? Since CD burners were the brand new technology that was on and popping in Best Buys everywhere, okay? Since since Nintendo was 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 producing Nintendo 64 cartridges, and they're still the most money making this team? Nah, I don't I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. Yep. Dallas Cowboys worth 4.8 billion. Following Manchester United, Real Madrid, Barcelona, then then the Yankees. Well, first of all, Carl, do you believe every everything you see on the internet? Come on, man, don't be it's ridiculous. It's on Forbes. Forbes does the list every year. Well, shut up. Moving on. Moving on. But uh, but yeah, but yeah, you know. You, you you know I, I'm 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 just happy that the Cowboys you know ate crow as per usual and I'm I will be even happier once the Patriots do the same this season because Patriots fans don't deserve to be happy, not a one of them. That's right, I said it. I said it. I they fall into number six. Oh, the Patriots. Yeah, three point seven billion. But then when Brady goes, numbers will drop. Oh, numbers will drop sharply once Brady retires and gets into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But anyway, let's move yeah. on to some nerd shit. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's talk. Let's talk about some less depressing stuff than the Cowboys. Uh, want to start? What What you been up to, or should I start first? Um, I can go. I'm, my list isn't really that long. Right. So, um, first of all, thanks. Thank you guys for tuning into the Twitch stream earlier today. As I um played my newly acquired Onimusha Warlords. Um, I'm not gonna say it's a remake because it's the same exact game. Yep. But I, I I had a twenty-five dollar gift card for my job. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, it goes towards a basically a free game, pretty much. Right? Yeah, and the game is twenty bucks. So I mean, all right, what do you expect for twenty bucks? Yeah. You no, know, I don't. I wasn't expecting for twenty bucks. If it was a remake, mm-hmm. dope. Yeah. Steal. Absolutely. You know, but it was the same game. But you know what? I got my I was getting my nostalgia fix. Mm-hmm. Um, it was still it, it was still fun. Mm-hmm. It, it was still it was still a fun game. Like I was, I did not. Yeah, for a little while, I did suck because I kept dying. Yeah. But it was like trying to get used to the game all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, but once I got once I got used to the game, when I turned the Twitch stream off, then that's when I started uh 
you know, progressing much. So I'm possibly, I'm, I think I'm possibly halfway through it already. Oh, word. Yeah. I mean, remember PS2, PS2 games didn't carry as much data. Yeah. So like. Yeah, the game is like total of like maybe four or five hours. Possibly. So I probably, yeah, probably if I decided to play it when I get home, mm-hmm. I'll probably end up beating it. Yeah. It was a fun game though. It, yeah, it definitely was. Mega Man 11, guys, is a good game. I've been hearing that. Oh, which one? Mega Man 11. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, thanks, but yeah, you know, thanks for everybody tuning in. Um, yeah, I'm eventually um, play it and probably put it... No, I'm not going to do it on my floor in February coming up. I mean, it's a short game, so, I mean, you could breeze through it if you wanted to. Yeah, but I'm already halfway breezing through it now, so, I mean, what's the point of doing it at- yeah. All over again. Plus, I think I got like three. You know, I picked up. I picked up my four games. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So I'll be posting. I'll be posting about that soon once I get my challenge, and then I'll start challenging as many people. Kyle, I'm already gonna challenge you. <laughs> the four in February challenge. Nice. And I'm challenging you too. All right. I mean, if you can beat Red Dead Redemption in two weeks. I mean. I mean, well. I mean, first of all, I'm on winter break, so I didn't have much to do besides work in the morning. Then I came home and I just played that. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. You know? Yeah, you went, you went on your little rant about it. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. And can, are you getting Kingdom Hearts 3? Uh, nah. Nah, like... I remember you being a fan of the franchise. Well, I was a fan of the first game. The first game is dope. And the second game, I just stopped because it was, like, way too easy. And plus, like, um, with part two, you, you have to play the Game Boy Advance games. Really? Oh, yeah. so it's, like, all one yeah. big story. Yep. Yeah. And, and, like, if you miss them, then, like, you miss big chunks of, like, part two. Like, a lot of part two didn't make much sense. Yeah, I think they did re- re-release them for PS4, though. Yeah, it was, like, in, like, a little package, like, yeah. with all the games. Like, the story so far, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, like... Man, I'll just Wikipedia the the main story and just maybe play part three. But part three has been in like, I've been talking about that since like. Yeah, for like 10 years, I think. Yeah. Like, first it was, it was supposed to come out for the PS3, yeah. and then it became a Duke Nukem Forever type deal. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Party Nerd AJ. He, played, he got a chance to play it for 15 minutes at New York Comic Con. Nice. Which was insane. Like, you had to get a ticket to maybe have a chance to play. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. But, I mean, with that golden ticket, you was able to go into the factory. Mm-hmm. That ticket, maybe you can get a chance to play. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but he got a chance. He got a chance in, and he was, you know, he was. He's been jonesing about it ever since. So he's like all set. And speaking of AJ, um, I actually fin- end up finished since I was stuck in the house all weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I end up finishing Runaways season two. Okay. That's actually okay. It is what it is. It's a teen drama. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, this follows the events of season two, and then they're bringing in more characters like Zavin, um, who's supposed to be patrolled to Carolina. Yeah. Um, that ha- that requires more backstory. Um, their battles with uh, Jonah, who's the leader of Pride, mm-hmm. and so much more. So they, um... Doctor Pimple Popper needs a video game. I'm not even gonna get into that. Don't who's... even nope. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Don't even worry about who said it. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> damn, I don't lost my train of thought. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like they're still, you know, on the battles. But now they're kind of, like, on the fence mm-hmm. of, you know, like, they know that their parents are evil. Yeah. But then it's like, 
they're still on the fence, fence of like how they feel towards their parents. Like their yeah. relationships have progressed a bit, but yet they still carry that grudge and they still know that their parents are evil. They need to get away from them. Mm-hmm. So there's very interesting, there's very interesting terms. And plus I've learned in, you know, later on in the comics mm-hmm. that Alex, who is, I guess you could say he's the leader. Yeah. He actually later becomes a villain. Okay. So, so after watching season two, I had to think to myself, I was like, you know what? I think I may want to get the trades and read, um, read Runaways and get to know these characters even more. Okay. So I can, just so when, you know, if, if it gets renewed for season three, I'm pretty sure it does. It is. But mm-hmm. if it does get renewed for season three, I'm more familiar. I can, you know, kind of see, I'm like, oh, okay, Alex is going to turn bad. Mm-hmm. How are they going to do it in the show? How are they going to do it in the show? I kind of like doing things doing that like especially like when i just fr- finished reading infinity gauntlet yeah like i was able to see the um i was able to compare and contrast the two between the comic and the and the actual movie itself yeah so um yeah there but um yeah i thoroughly enjoyed um runaways i would i i actually do recommend you do go um get yourself a hulu subscription or mm. borrow somebody's logins i don't care how you do it yeah. and watch it okay and it's like 13 episodes per season? Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, so knowing you, you can get through it like in two days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know there's a, there's a, I know there's a bunch of Marvel stuff I need to catch up on on TV. Me too. Like Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm still behind, and um, and I know they got a new season coming out. And um, I do want to watch uh, Agent Carter. Agent Carter, yeah. Oh, uh, like the, the, the old season? Yeah, uh, well, it was only two seasons. Two, oh, okay. I thought, and, it took, uh, and it takes place like back in like the forties and the fifties and stuff. So I'm like, you know yeah. what? Yeah, I do want to see. It kind of puts it'll put it actually puts the MCU together because that's yeah. like pretty much where it started. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think how that would actually help out a lot. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, on the wrestling tip, uh, the let me tell you something, Mean Gene uh, tribute documentary that came on after Raw last was it this past Monday or last Monday? Uh, this past Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal for a short half hour, for a short half hour documentary, mm-hmm. perfect. Nice tells you his humble beginnings. We was born, you know, being born and raised in South Dakota. How we used to do radio and how he was a salesman. In which those two, those two, um, those two factor and factors and occupations actually was what got him into the AWA, which led him into uh, the WWE. And and Hogan was actually the one to. Bring him in. I already know we all have our feelings against Hogan. Yeah. And plus, okay. And plus, they ended it with the tribute. So I'm sitting. So one part, I'm like, Jesus Christ, they edit this shit fast. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you know, WWE has the best production team ever. They do. Yeah, their editing team is like the squad. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> Phenomenal. But um, oh yeah, and then they showed like a whole bunch of bloopers and stuff. Yo, Mean Gene was hilarious. Yeah. You yeah. have to see. Yeah, I've seen some of his bloopers on YouTube. Oh like, man. Him- yeah, like the the one with him and um, was it Wendy Richter? Or yeah, yeah, where she's like, it's basically like she's just basically like. So well, I would not lay on my back for something. Like, <laughs> Me and G couldn't keep a straight face. Yeah, he just the <laughs> one person who could keep a straight face out of everything. He busted out loud. but yeah. that just that was a testament to the person of who he was because he was from what um, uh. Damn, Bruce Pritchard said, because uh, he just did a, he recently did a uh, tribute show. He was always the life of the party. Mm. Yeah. Always. I would have loved to have a party with me and Gene. 
Oh yeah, and like, and he was the type of interviewer that could get like the best out of whoever he was interviewing with. Yeah, and there was only one person that he did not like working with. Oh, who was that? I think you mentioned this before, but yeah, last week I did say Macho. He they did say Macho Man. When Macho Man, that was a mistake. He always said he indicated in this special that he loved working with Macho Man, mm-hmm. but it was Warrior. Oh, I, yeah, I could see why. <laughs> Warrior was the one that was most difficult with he. You know, he would find more most difficult. Like, um, and of course, like him and Hogan just had that chemistry. So it's like, despite how you feel about Hogan, it's like you can't. Let me tell you something. Mean Gene is an is an iconic line. It is next to Ric Flair's mean. I would have Ooh, to put. Gee. I have to put that second. Really? Okay. They he recently did. I think last year he did. Um, Pepsi did a Kickstarter. They did a um, campaign for the uh, Mountain Dew Kickstarter energy drinks. Yeah. Kevin Hart was featured. Okay. And Mean Gene and Mean Gene was in a commercial. Where he was pretending to be a wrestler and he was getting all amped up. Mm-hmm. What was the what did he say? What did he start with? Let me tell, Let me you, tell something. you something, Mean Gene. He did. Like you just can't. And even then, he put a he um posted a tribute on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it just it just shows the who he was. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and it also shows too, like with Gene Okerlund, uh, like what we're missing in interviewers, backstage interviewers. Cause like now, like when you watch WWE, like they have no personality. Like they're no, all it's interchangeable. It's too scripted. Yeah, exactly. It's too scripted nowadays, and that's what. And that was one thing that um, Bruce Pritchard actually made a comment about that. He goes, "See, it's bad. It's it doesn't work as well when the commentators know the finish." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if they don't, if they don't know what's going on, they can just call what they see. Yeah. So it sounds more. It's more nat. It's more nat. It's more natural. Yep. Yeah, uh, I, I actually agree with that. Yeah. Of course, you know they got to do their plugins and stuff, you know, for sponsors. And speaking of sponsors, Jesus Christ, yo, Glass has sponsored the shit out of Raw this past month. They did. I mean, it was like <laughs> probably every ten minutes they mentioned spot. They mentioned that movie. I I noticed that too, like and because I, I watched Raw for like like forty minutes, like the mm. last forty. Okay, I, I was tuning in and out, and I kept I kept seeing I kept mentioning like, yo, how come they keep mentioning Glass? They paid for that. That was a huge sponsor. Yeah, and I know it's coming out this Friday, right? Too. Yeah, which goes to show like WWE's ratings may be doing much better now because that's how that's. How that's what the Nielsen reason for the Nielsen ratings are for. They measure they um. They count how many viewers are watching mm-hmm. as like I guess as like research. So when advertisers come in, yeah, they say, Oh, you have uh you do oh you did a uh three on a Nielsen rating, okay, we wanna pay this amount of money mm-hmm. so you can mention our product. Yeah. That and plus um the fact that Raw doesn't go over three hours anymore, no more overruns, it does yeah. help. It does help a lot. So yeah, that fifteen minute. Now I just need if Rock can go back to two hours. Yeah, be perfect. Yep. But speaking of two hours, I gotta watch Split. Apparently, I gotta watch Unbreakable and Split. So don't feel bad, Kyle. Yeah, Unbreakable is dope, and Split is quite good. So you think this could be? Is it? Well, if it's gonna be just a trilogy. Yeah, because Glass is the third part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to check those out. And also, speaking of two-hour wrestling shows, NXT TakeOver Blackpool. Yes. Now, I know you got some comments on that. What you think? Oh, I thought it was a great show. I enjoyed it. I yeah. enjoyed it. I 
wasn't too I was a little bit distant because I started watching NXT UK heavily and then I just kind of stopped. Yeah. So I didn't have much of a relationship with with um with the roster that I was on there, but I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Um, Finn Balor coming again going up against my second favorite NXT UK uh wrestler, uh Jordan Devlin. Oh yeah, aka a store brand Finn Balor. Yeah. Yeah. He was trained by Finn Balor. Yeah, they come from so, the exact same place in Ireland, Bray yes. County Wicklow. So I mean, I yeah, it was a gro- yeah, it was a dope, it was a dope show. It was. Um, like I, I've watched a f- uh, handful of episodes of NXT UK here and there. Yeah. Um, like I really liked the opening match, the NXT UK tag team titles, which look awesome, by the way. Didn't you love the freaking British Bulldogs uh, tribute that they did? Oh, what, what you didn't was, notice? No. Nah, what which, they were wearing. The tights and stuff was exa- the exact was just like the British but what the British Bulldogs wore back in the day. Who was it? Mustache Mountain. Must- Mustache Mountain. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they, and they was doing like a lot of their moves. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, we need to watch you some Dynamite Kid, man. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed that match. It was a it was a really good opener. Um, I had a feeling that Gibson, who's like the number one heel in NXT UK, yeah. like uh the, the UK crowd, they're like. They can't stand up like if you hate Gibson, take your shoe off, and everybody yep. had their shoes off. Yeah, <laughs> yep, they had their shoes off. Like Gibson and James Drake, they won the NXT UK Tag Team Titles, which it, which I think was a smart move. Oh yeah, it was because Mustache Mustache Mountain is they're the fan favorite, so the money's in the chase. Exactly. Yeah, and and plus they did win the uh, Mustache Mountain won the uh, NXT Tag Team Titles last summer. Oh okay. Yep. Yep, and then we had a match, quick match between Dave Mastiff and Eddie Dennis. Uh, Eddie Dennis, he was a former math teacher, and then he got into wrestling. <laughs> Matt Stryker. Yeah, Matt Stryker, and this dude Eddie Dennis, yo, he's a he's got some freakish strength because Dave Mastiff, he's like skinny as fuck, bro. Like he's he's tall and lanky, but then uh, his opponent Dave Mastiff is just like a short and fat, short, fat, and stocky. He was, he was literally round. Yeah, he's like a medicine ball on legs, basically. Yeah. And the way Eddie Dennis was like giving, he gave him like the razor's edge, like across the ring. I'm yeah, like, a, what? Eddie Mastiff is a little BB-8. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I used to call my little cousin that because he was just, he was just like a round little baby. I'm like, look at that. I'm like, yo, you gave birth to a little BB-8. <laughs> yeah, he did have the shave, and like every time Eddie Dennis would lift him up, like his legs, his knees would buckle, and then he would just like dump him. I was like, man, yours would too. Yeah. And Kyle goes, Eddie. That show sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, oh, Kyle's hating on it. No, it was, no, he's doing an impression of um, Eddie from UWO because uh, he's uh, labeled as the angry fan. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> show sucked. Oh my gosh. Oh, but I'll tell you what didn't suck was the NXT UK women's match between Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley. She got it. She finally got it. Yep, Tony Storm, the fan favorite, winning the title. That was a good match too. It was. It was. I really, I do. I like Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley as well. So. Oh yeah, yeah. She's got that badass punk rock uh, uh, look. Yeah. And then you had the main event, which went on, I think, a bit too long. Yeah, but, it did. But it was a good match nonetheless. Uh, Pete Dunn versus Joe Coffey defending the NXT, the WWE UK Championship. I literally was expecting Coffey to take it. I was too. I thought they was gonna get. It. I'm like, okay, Pete Dunne, two, you know, he had it for about what two years now. Like, yeah, almost two years. Like this coming May. Yeah, so I'm like, you know what? Let's, you know, let's see who else can rock with it. I'm like, oh no, they can't. They can't. It's all about the swerve, bro. Yeah, you know what, bro? We're gonna keep the title on him, bro. Oh, <laughs> Matt Riddle's theme songs on Spotify. Oh, nice. Matt Soup. Uh, 
uh, bro. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a that was a great match though. Um, there was a there was a I think they were doing trying to do a superplex spot twice, but they slipped they, yeah, they yeah, slipped yeah. off the you turnbuckle. Boys tired, shit. They oh yeah they were because they were going long. But my then first um, ma- my first one on one match was like a ten minute, and I literally almost died when we got back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, Pete Dunne re- retained the championship, and then just when like the the copyright logo came out in the corner, boom, boom. Walter. Walter comes right out, and he just just walks to the ring. He gives uh, Joe Coffey the big boot when he tries to go back in the ring. He just eyeballs Pete Dunne, eyeballs that UK championship. So it's like here comes a new challenger. So we're, I think we're pretty much looking at the next uh, WWE UK champion. I can see it. Yeah, and like I've seen, have you seen any like uh, matches of Walter? Like any footage? Like I know his buzz, but I actually haven't watched him. Like, dude, like if you Google like Walter Walter chops, like I heard his vicious. Some of the most vicious chops I've seen. Like, like there was like a uh, like a photo. It was like perfect timing. Like when he like laid like his hand on on his opponent's chest, caved it in. Yeah, you can see the like the Walter. Yeah, caved his chest. In son, I'm like, yo, yo, R.I.P. to Pete, to Pete Dunn's chest when they yeah, when they step in the ring. Yeah, I remember local local star, former um, WCW star Rick Fuller. He used to have some mean chops too. It's like, mm. I remember. I think I told you this story before. Um, back when I was training, there was this one kid. Like we was kind of like dumb for like you know the curriculum for the day. So he was like, well, is there any? We got some time left. Is there anything you want to learn? And he's like, so he goes. I want to take some chops. <laughs> Me being green, he's been in, and he's been in it a little while longer than I am. Even I know better. I was like, why would you say that? I stood back, and it was Eddie Guerrero, Benoit going against Daniel Pewter all over again. They fucked this boy's chest up. Oh man, that's not that's something you don't do. Yeah, you sure don't. No, no. I got my initiation <laughs> when they made me eat pineapples and beans to mix together. Ugh, that is gross. Yeah, as a matter of fact, Mike Canellis was there that day. <laughs> <laughs> he was egging him on too. He's like, "Yo, I had to do it." Like, damn it, you too, Mike. Mm. Man, man, oh man. But yeah, but yeah, NXT UK Takeover Blackpool, hell of a show. Looking yeah. forward to more specials. Um, and oh, oh yeah. Also, speaking of wrestling stuff, some some that's wrestling related. Um, there's another podcast I recommend checking out. It's called Chasing Glory. Uh, with Lillian Garcia. Yeah. Um, there was an excellent episode she did with uh, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali was just on Talk Is Jericho. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, he talked about like how he just all of a sudden was on Two or Five Live. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, you're going against Daniel Bryan. Hmm. Like, like just like out of, out of it the blue. came out of the blue. Wow. Can't imagine what's going through his mind. Yo, you guys joking with me? You're joking with me, right? Yeah. They're like, yo, just in the eight English, like, listen, just run with it. Mm-hmm. Just go with it. Yeah, Mustafa Ali. He's got all the makings of a of a of a top tier uh, upper mid carder. And I, I would say like maybe three, four years time might be WWE champion. I'm on, I, I'm, I'm for, on it. for it. Yeah. I like it. And then he talked about how he was, you know, back in the day he was a cop. Yeah, in Chicago. Yeah. Yep. He was one of the good cops. He was. Like, he actually explained, like, how he do it. Like, if he caught somebody speeding, like, he would pull them over and stuff. He goes, yo, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Like, it would break, because he he automatically, like, broke that tension. Yeah. Is everything okay? Like, he was speeding and stuff. So, it's like. Yeah. You know. 
is there an emergency or whatever? So it's mm-hmm. like, yo, he showed that he cared. So and he was able, you know, he was able to see like things on both sides of the stick. So it was like, yeah, he, you can tell like he was one of the good ones. And like, follow if you follow him on Instagram, like you can tell like he's one of them guys like, yeah, I can chill with that dude. Man. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a stand up dude for sure. Like um, I remember in, in the interview he did with the uh, Lulian Garcia, like he talked about a bit about his experience where he would um like issue warrants for people who like skipped out on court dates and whatnot. Yeah. And so like he would actually call up like like the parents of the kids like, Hey, hey, you know, your son, your daughter, they're missing their court date. What's going on? Just come down to the station and then we'll just fill out the paperwork. We'll get them out in an hour. And like all more more parents are just coming in just to, like take care of the paperwork paperwork right right then and there to like make up for their court dates. Yeah. But Mustafa Ali explained that he was actually reprimanded by his superiors for doing that because yeah. his superiors were like, oh, back no. in my day, you, we just go out there and bust some heads to get those warrants. And that was one of the big reasons why he left because it's like, you know, he was following the rules, but then yet he was being uh, reprimanded for following the rules. So he knew that he wasn't going to last long as a cop, which which is which is a damn shame too. That's, that's, that's an indictment on the Chicago, Chicago PD. But... But yo, Chicago. <laughs> but it is Chicago. Yeah, well, yeah, history of corruption and all that. Yeah. But yeah, Mustafa Ali, yo, definitely a bona fide future main eventer for sure. Like, like I will tune in. I will go out of my way to see his matches. Okay, so other than that, what the fuck you been up to? Uh, well, uh, to to well, what what I've been up to? Well, to to move it into some unfortunately depressing, non enjoyable stuff. Got to throw non enjoyable in there because you know. Carl claims that I, I enjoy depressing stuff. I watched all six episodes of the Surviving R. Kelly documentary series. Oh, shit. I didn't even watch them. I mean, everybody's talking about it. And yeah, he's, and a, he's a piece of shit who needs to be buried under the jail absolutely, and shit it on. Absolutely. Like, I watched all six episodes. And like, the first two break down like R. Kelly's, like, his rise to fame and like his history of being molested when he was a child and all this is marriage to Aaliyah. And yo, after watching all six episodes, I gotta say straight up, if you are still an R. Kelly fan after watching this show, you're a stupid motherfucker. Like, that says more about you than anything else because, like, you can't, like, like watching a documentary and then you go back to listening to, like, a lot of his music and it's like, dude, this dude is talking about little girls. Yeah, it's so different now. It's like, I have so many memories with so many of those records. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, dancing in Homecoming and when Feeling On Your Booty comes on and everybody was, like, copping fields and stuff. Don't even give me that look. It wasn't just me. It was everybody. Mm -hmm. Guys and girls, too. Right. Shame, shame, shame. Well, on you y'all. didn't go to your homecoming dances. No, nah, I went to a senior and junior prom. I seen your senior prom. <laughs> you should post that. No, anyway, I should. No, no, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, but, but yeah, man, like the the documentary goes into like um the the women who who met him when they were like sixteen, seventeen, like, and they were like initiated basically into a sex cult. Like R. Kelly would like have like full. Psychological and physical control over them. Like he would dictate when they would go to the bathroom, when they could eat. They would have to st- stand in place in a room. He would. Ha- they'd have to have sex with him, like on command, basically. Like they had no autonomy. Like he, they were essentially his sex, se- slaves. sex slaves, like yeah. prisoners. And um, there was one part in the documentary where, uh, fortunately, uh, this um, 
there's like a TMZ video of, of one of R. Kelly's like young prisoners. I call them prisoners, like being interviewed on TMZ. And like standing off to the side was this young was this other other young lady who kind of had like a tomboyish look. And the reason why was because R. Kelly are went out of his way to like change her looks completely because he wanted to make her his quote unquote boy toy. Literally. That's what that's what he that's what his name his term for her. And so the mother of that girl saw that TMZ video and actually actually managed to rescue rescue her daughter from R. Kelly when he, from R. Kelly when she she and that same girl was staying in the, one of the hotels. I think it was in Los Angeles, I believe. And so and thankfully that that story had a happy ending. But unfortunately there were many other stories that were reported where there are parents out there right now trying to rescue their daughters from R. Kelly's clutches and they're just way too initiated, way too indoctrinated in the cult. And not only that, R. Kelly had a whole has a whole system in place. Like like um he has like some some of his boys in and in the Chicago PD that would tip him off if uh if like parents got wind of them trying to go out of the way to like like uh, like like uh drive by their studio or his house like or like to do a wellness check. The 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 cops would rec- report to R. Kelly like, yo, uh, we the, these these girls' parents are trying to do a, well, a wellness check. Yo, just get out of the way and like he would move the girls to another another undisclosed location like it's it's nuts it's bad yeah trust me it's bad and yeah, the yeah. sad part was and we've all been we're all guilty of this one and i heard this on um recently well Charlamagne made me realize realize this when i was listening to the brilliant idiots this week mm-hmm. it's like yo his sex tape created so much content that we laughed at yeah. We like we was before you get before you start judging. Let me let me say like okay the Dave Chappelle's pee on you trip mm-hmm. trip trip yeah um the Boondocks episode and all that like it created mm-hmm. so much content. But then as you know he was talking about when he was interviewing one of the one of the well, I'll use your quote prison your um prisoners. Yep. It was like you don't actually never really think about the victims when you're doing that. Mm-hmm. You're just thinking about oh let's just clown R Kelly. Yeah. But then it's like you and the victim actually said he played the clip from the Breakfast Club and she was like, it was actually pretty frustrating because he was never really thinking about the victims. Mm-hmm. So it was like you don't take they didn't take it sit she felt like they didn't people didn't take it seriously enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know, does. but and trust me, I'm guilty of it too, because I still I still love Dave Chappelle's pee on you. Yeah, that's good. I, I love that episode of the Boondocks. Mm-hmm. So I mean but yeah, you never thought of the victim. So you know, he of course he apologized. If if I mean, if this does get around, I'll apologize to to the victim. But it was like, yeah, it was more just aiming towards making fun of R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of like took away from the gravity of like how dire the situation yeah. was. And plus, it kind of shows how like with this situation with with R. Kelly getting away with it for like twenty five, almost years. thirty years. It's like it shows that like black girls' lives. Don't matter. Yeah, because if it was white girls, oh, if, yeah, then he would have got him. Yeah, let it let it be some blonde haired blue eyed Rebecca. Like he would have been in prison like decades ago, straight up. And unfortunately, it's sad to say, but yeah. and even in the documentary even makes that point too. And like and, and and the documentary also gets into like him his Pied Piper nickname, which I which I you never thought about it, huh? I actually, I actually knew about that. I'm like Pied Piper of R&B. I actually looked it up when he first started calling himself that. Yeah. And I'm like, like, yeah, he lures kids to lures kids around by you know playing the flute, and the kids will follow him around. I'm like, this motherfucker is brazen. Yeah, and I, ne- <laughs> I never like thought about it because I mean, I was caught up. I was caught up in the music. I 
loved the music. Now it's like I can't even, I cannot even listen to it. And I'm a DJ. Mm-hmm. Step in the name of love knocks at parties you know, and cookouts. I'm just like, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. I remember one time I was DJing a party. Like I was, I didn't even, I just put the equipment down. This old lady, you got backyard party? I didn't, she, I'm saying, she sounded awful as a matter of fact, but, mm-hmm. but I'm like, mm, I had it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it. I actually never played it. So, I'm good. But, yeah. but I'm like, yeah. I, I can't do it anymore. Nah. I, I just can't. Nah. And and come and then there like there was a recent report like a couple uh, just the other day that R. Kelly was su- is suffering panic attacks. Yeah, I heard a, about that. I'm like, oh well. I'm like, good, fuck that guy. I just kind of <laughs> brush it off and look towards the something positive. There was yeah. like another point I was on the tip of my tongue that I wanted to say. Oh, oh yeah. You know, and what's sad too is like he made he's written so many good songs for other people. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yo, if you really want to erase R. Kelly, you're erasing like half of the nineties, like slow jam. Yeah, a lot of it, it's a, and it sucks. It sucks for that other artist. Um his first song that he his first mainstream hit that he wrote was um Quality Time by High Five. I don't know if you remember that song. No. Well yeah. anyway, yeah. like that was him. Um Contagious by the Isley Brothers. No matter who you are, if there's two guys and a girl in a room from our era, you know, mm-hmm. from our era, you're recreating that scene. Oh yeah, I remember that video what very well. What the hell is going on between the? Sh- you're recreating that scene. Yeah. Now it's like "Friend of Mine" by Kelly Price, and uh, oh. one I heard the most, "You Are Not Alone" by Michael Jackson. Oh man, he wrote that. He wrote and that, I love the shit out of that song. Yeah, you know the story behind that song. You are not alone because the documentary explains it. Does it? Yeah, it's it's a it's a dark story. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that's that song was inspired by. Um, it was in reference to one of R. Kelly's prisoners who had his who was impregnated by him but miscarried, and so R. Kelly wrote that song oh, in reference to that. I, I... So now you are not alone. Unfortunately, has that stink. It has got, that stink. All those yeah. songs got that stink. Yeah, and yeah, man, it's 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 awful. I'm just mad. I'm mad. I still I still kind of want to watch it. I still want to watch it because just to like because I'm sure like everybody has talked about it, but I'm sure like there's some details that people missed that I yeah probably would have caught. Um, yeah, if you have if you have a chance to watch it, like definitely. But I, I will tell you that, like, because each episode is an, is about fifty minutes to an hour long, like it feels like work, dude. Like it's it's depressing stuff. I'm not gonna watch it ever again. I don't but, expect you to. But man, after this, it's like, yo, hashtag mute R Kelly all the way. Oh, people are already doing that. And there actually are people who are like, oh, and yeah, there's a couple of things I heard too. There are people who I've been protesting him. You know what the fuck R Kelly's been doing? What he like? People will go to like his studio and stuff, and just to like protest him. Yeah, he'll go to the window and play his music loud as fuck. Wow, yo, this dude thinks he's untouchable. Yeah, and then there's still like some idiots who I who are still supporting him. Like he actually performed at a concert. You would think like, okay, you're under the radar in a negative light right now. Mm-hmm. Cancel all your shows. He's still out there performing, and there's mm-hmm. some idiots out there that. We were like, 
hold me hostage, R. Kelly. I'm like, bruh. God. I'm like, like y'all just did not listen to Huey Freeman, didn't you? For real, yo, yo, that, yo, that Boondocks episode. It's more relevant than it ever was when it came out ten years ago. Like, and that's sad to say, because like, there's a lot of people talking about, oh, free R. Kelly. Motherfucker, he's a predator. <laughs> like, he should be underneath the prison. Yeah. Throw away the I key. Remember watching, I remember watching the tape in school. Yeah. Somebody brought their laptop in and brought. <laughs> yeah. Man, like. It's upsetting, and then like, you know, this dude should—he should get the full Chris Benoit treatment, just like persona non grata. Like, don't acknowledge his catalog, erase him, just don't do any new stuff with him. Yeah. His label should drop him. Like, oh, the whole works. Like, he should not be able to make a single dime from this point forward. No, and and just you know, just and even if somehow, some way, which I highly doubt, but. If he does get out, because I heard he's gonna he's on a, under investigation now. Yeah. If somehow, some way, he does get off, just disappear. Yeah. Yeah, that's your best bet. Is it's a call? Say allegedly. No, it's not allegedly. It ain't no, alleged. it ain't alleged. No, we we ain't giving him that out. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, surviving R. Kelly. Uh, yeah. Who's one hell of a? Yeah, certainly was. But uh, let's try to segue to some more positive stuff. Yeah, like shouting out our sponsor, Studio Headphones. Wow, what a hell of a segue. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, people, but like we went from extreme dark to like extreme light. light. Just like. Especially uh, light, you know. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, if you want to listen to some non-R. Kelly music, get yourself a pair of studio headphones, studio quality sound, 24-hour battery life, Bluetooth capable. Uh, just enter Codex Podcast to get 15% off your order. And as always, free shipping in the USA. That's twice. High fives. Boom. Right there. <laughs> Shout out to Pedro Watch. Pedro in the building, Alvarez. Watch. Hey, what's up, Pedro? What's going on? Oh my gosh. Oh, and Wilson Villegas. What's good, brother? Nice. Nice. Oh shit. Man. All right. So, uh <laughs> let's, let's let's uh what 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 should we get into like as far as like Anything else you been into? Uh well, besides that, um I'm starting to play Monster Hunter World again. So, I'm going to start a new game and power through that until I'm I... watching my damn Limitless. Oh shit. You know what? I I've I've been saying this is like a running joke now. I will watch Limitless this weekend, and you will get a full review on the next episode. Don't, don't be giving them. Don't be giving I'm them. I'm giving the them that face. I'm don't. giving them the Ruxin face. I've been watching the League Live. Mm, yeah. <laughs> don't doubt me. Like, hey, hey, I started Sons of Anarchy, didn't I? No. I watched two full episodes. No, you didn't. I did. I watched two full episodes. It's no longer on Netflix. What? It. It's not. Is it on Hulu? Yes. Okay, good. Whew. All right, good. I can still watch it. Because I'm actually thinking of rewatching The Shield, because that's on, that's on Hulu as well. The Shield is a dope show. Whew. You gave me the box set. Yeah, like the full screen <laughs> versions. Why not? Yeah. But, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, besides that, uh, yeah, just Monster Hunter World, which I've started up. And then um, I'll, I'll be playing that until I get my copy of Resident Evil 2, the remake. Okay, and then you'll be starting your 4 in February challenge. 
Yeah, why not? I'll start that. You know, I, I got four games. I got four games in mind. Okay, me too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's 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 gonna be it's gonna be on and popping. All right. All right, so uh, talking about our most anticipated stuff of 2019, things oh, we're looking shit. forward to. Shit, what do you got? What, what do you got? What you got? What do you want to start with? Uh, we got many. We got many. Uh, let's start avenues with, that the Codex Prime podcast does cover. Let's start with movies. Movies? Yeah. Figures you would. Yeah, I'm gonna start with some movies. Movies that I'm looking forward shit. to. <laughs> uh, let's see. Some movies I'm looking forward to. Uh, one I'm looking forward to is uh, Ryan Johnson's next movie. I think it's coming out uh, this November. It's called Knives Out. Uh, Knives Out. It's a mur- it's a murder mystery starring Daniel Craig, Lakeith Stanfield, Chris Evans, Michael Shannon, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, he was in. He was on the Breakfast Club recently. Oh, really? Yeah, he was freestyling. <laughs> oh, word. Okay. It wasn't that great. Oh, yeah. Shout me. It was like. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> He's an actor, you know. Let him live. He's trying to do something a little different. Oh, you want to hear? You want to hear bad freestyler from an actor? Who? Pooch Hall, who used to play on the game, mm-hmm. be on BET's the game. Oh my god! Oh, okay. If it's to the point where Angela Yee was like, "Okay, we get it." Wow, man, he must be terrible. Oh, it was bad. Oh, I got it. They threw the crickets on her. <laughs> they threw cricket sound effects on her. Damn. <laughs> wow. Please. But yeah, yeah, like Ryan Johnson, he's a great director. Uh, Looper, Brick, uh, The Last Jedi. Uh, Knives. He did The Last Jedi? Yeah, he directed that. Yeah. And he's also slated to direct a whole new trilogy of Star Wars films. So Knives Out, I'm looking forward to that. Something different from him. Um, of course, you know I'm going to say Avengers Endgame. Of course, yeah. Like, we got to see how this shit ends. Yes, the saga of Thanos and the Infinity Gems. And my question is, are we going to root for Thanos? There's so many questions. There's so many theories. Like every time I open up Google, mm-hmm. there's some. There's a new event. There's a new Endgame theory. There is. I just see the headlines, but I don't even read it. Yeah. And and also uh, with that, um, on a similar note, uh, you know, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. Um, Like there's like, there's like some rumors, like Marvel's being coy about it, of course, that the, that, that, that film might actually be, might actually take place before uh, the events of Infinity War, so it's te- so it might technically be a prequel. So, so if it takes place before Infinity War, okay, because yeah, because hmm. I enjoyed so I enjoyed watching the trailer. I enjoyed that trailer, so I'm I'm that's another one on my list that I'm looking forward to. But I was actually like upset, really, because I didn't because I thought it fell and you know in the timeline I thought it fell it came it comes after. Yeah, after Endgame. After Endgame, so I'm like, why are you sending us now? So now we know that he lives. Yeah, that's but what it's like, but I don't know. I'm hearing too. I'm hearing too much stuff. Yeah, I mean, so it's like, okay, and Mysterio actually looked pretty dope. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal in the in the full costume. Yeah, and you see those different Spider Man Spider Man costumes and stuff, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! I'm like, now we're like, actually, I think some of those costumes are in the game. Yeah, I know. I know the to- uh, Tobey Maguire's Spidey costume was in the game. Yeah, that was the most. Re- that was the last costume. I told you, I 100 percent of that game. Right? Yeah, I think that might be in my Feb four in February. Nice. Might. Mm. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna I'm replay that game eventually. Why don't you just get the DLCs? Uh, I'll, I'll get the DLCs eventually. Yeah, you can breeze through. You can breeze through those in like a day. Yeah, it's worth it. Man. Nice. Worth it. And then Captain Marvel. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking to see because that's also actually I heard that's going to tell a, a Nick Fury origin story as well, mm. and which is going to be a leading. Which I'm hoping is going to be a leading. Um, is going to lead to the next saga of a Marvel film, which is a Secret Invasion. Oh yeah, okay. With the shape shifting scrolls and all that, that yep. shit's going to be fire. Yeah, and if they can integrate the X Men into that universe. Hey, the deal's supposed to be done in like March. Yeah. Yeah. The merger. Yep. Yeah. And they can do Fantastic Four right. Yeah, absolutely. Doctor- oh yeah, that's right. Julian McMahon, speaking of Fantastic Four, Julian McMahon is um in Runaways. Oh, is he? Yeah. He plays Jonah, like another villain. Okay. Like he's one of the parents? Yeah, he's the lead Jonah's the leader of uh Pride. Okay. I got you. Okay, that's interesting. Shout out to Nick Thomas. Congratulations. I'm going for your Saints. <laughs> I'm leaving it at that. We did that. Yeah. One movie that I'm actually looking forward to. I'm actually looking forward to this dumpster fire. Which one? Dark Phoenix. I am so looking forward to. Oh, remember, as kids, as a child of the 90s, shout out to Iris Furman and Freddie. They hate when I say that. Yeah, they do. And you. Yeah. But as a child of the 90s, the Phoenix Saga was the shit. It certainly was. I got to see. I'm actually looking forward to this comical piece of shit of how Fox will fuck this up. Well, you know they will. Okay, you know what? After Apocalypse and the fact that Dark Phoenix has been delayed not once but twice. With what? So it was supposed to hundred like mil. I mean, like millions of dollars worth of force, worth of reshoots. Yeah. And it was supposed to come out next month, but it got pushed back even further, I think to June or July, I believe. Yeah, like I'm not expecting much at this point. Oh yeah, it's um, going to be it's like I'm it, um, it's like you're exci- it's like I'm excited to go to a demolition derby. Mhm. Oh, <laughs> you're just going to see that's how, how it's going to be just how, how much wreckage there's going to be. Yeah, you got yeah. How bad is it going to be? Yeah, like like at this point it feels like that movie's just like just like the oh we got to get this over with just so we can like reboot the X-Men proper for the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it has that it has that that's that stench over all over it. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it, I'm hoping it'll be enjoyable. At least better than Apocalypse. At least that. You no, know, I never finished Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't. I can't. I, I either fall asleep or it's just like, God damn this. Shit. Yeah, like yeah. I'll look at it on HBO. It's been on HBO Go for a while. I'll just look at it. I'm like, I do not want to watch this shit. Yeah, it's... I should watch it. But I really don't want to. <laughs> You liked it when it first came out. I did, but I guess because like my expectations were so low. But then like the flaws were obvious. But then it's like it's one of those movies where like you you enjoy it the first time, but then when you think about it more and more, it's like you like it less and less. And then I was like, the yeah, su- yeah, this movie was pretty whack. The Suburban Commando, <laughs> my comic book movies. No, that's that's Daredevil with Ben Affleck. Oh God. Ironically enough, that actually got me into Daredevil, like the, the comics back then. The soundtrack did it. Evanescence. That's what saved. That's what saved us. It did. Evanescence. Wake me up inside. That was the anthem of 03. Yeah, <laughs> that really was. Yeah. My God. I'm glad I did not pay to see that movie. Yeah. I worked at a movie theater at that time. Oh well, you got off lucky then. Yeah. Yeah. But. But yeah, man. Speaking of Daredevil, I, I gotta get, I gotta watch season three. I still. The hell is wrong? Damn, you're, uh, damn, you're slacking. Red Dead Redemption two, man. And, and so you take breaks. Well, I, well, I took meal breaks and bathroom breaks and then work breaks. 
And then I got back in the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, any any other uh, movies on your on your radar? This one I think is going to be like it's not going to be a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Aladdin. Aladdin is going to be the precursor of when the Lion King comes out and just blow everybody out of the water. You know, I think I think they're they're gonna do buku loot. Oh my like, god! It's gonna be us as ki- you know who were kids at that time. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go see it, and we're gonna take our kids to see it. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be our parents mm-hmm. who enjoyed us watching it as kids. Yep. They're and they enjoyed it. They're gonna watch my Thanksgiving dinner. We threw on Lion King. Mm. Yeah, it's like generations of generations are going to be left. Now. Oh shit! Punisher comes out. Thank you, Wilson. Punisher comes out Friday. That's right, yeah. Okay, but back to but back to what I was saying. Yeah. Like, that's going to be, yo, Lion King and Avengers, they're going to, like, Disney's cake. And t- Disney's just going to just sit back and just. Yeah. It's so bad, but you know what? They're putting out, if they're putting out the good content, fuck, rightfully so. Enjoy it. Yeah, I mean. It's too much power. Too much power for one company. It's a though. lot, but it's like, but like I said, if they're printing out the grid, if, if the product is good, yeah, then they deserve they deserve the reward. Of, they deserve that reward. True. I mean, you know, it's hard work. It can be like the last days of WCW where they was backed by a huge conglomerate yeah. and they're putting out <laughs> shit. True. <laughs> oh yeah, David Arquette. But, but he did something good with his movie. So I, I can't did. really knock him for his bullshit ass title run. I can't knock yeah. him for it. I mean he did something good with that money. He did. Um for th- this next one, which is also Disney pretty much most of these shit. <laughs> um listen, I'm gonna need all y'all parents to leave y'all crying ass freaking kids at home for this one. Which one? Toy Story Four. Ah. You know what? I will watch that. You're gonna cry. Of course. Like I mean, I will say like I kind of choked up at the end of part three, because it was it was such, it was such a perfect ending, and I, and I know this one is going to be like a completely different story, so it's not going to continue like the trilogy. Yeah. So that's why I'll I'll definitely tune in, but man, like every Toy Story movie is a masterpiece, a hundred percent, just a plus quality, and I expect more of the same for part four. Yeah, and I watch Toy Story every day for like six months. One of my clients, I was a one-on-one with one of my clients. He has OCD, so he had he was always routine. Mm-hmm. So I would put on movies for him. He watched three movies, mm-hmm. and in the same order. Okay. Lion King. Mm-hmm. Snow White. Mm-hmm. No, no, it was actually Snow White, Lion King, then Toy Story. Oh wow! The first one. Okay. Yeah, I pretty much memorize those movies. And if there's time, Stuart Little. Oh, wow. Two. <laughs> okay, very specific. <laughs> it was the same shit every day. <laughs> same four movies every day. Damn. Yeah. Dumbo, I think, is going to be a minor hit. Yeah, it'll be it'll, it'll do decent numbers. So I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, Tim Burton's directing that. 
Yeah, I remember watching. I was watching it with um my boy Jared. Well, we was wa- we was watching the trailer with my boy Jared. We're sitting there like we're about to watch this racist ass movie again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that won't be in there. But oh, the 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 black crows. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they can't put them in there. <laughs> no, especially in this politically correct ass world. Well, that one I agree with because it's like you want to put some like like cooning ass crows up in there. Like doing, like doing the shuffling and all that. Oh my god! If they, if I see one animal do a Fortnite dance, I'm walking out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I could totally see that happening. Speaking of, oh, speaking of Fortnite dance, I gotta go on to a quick. You know, I could see that for another time. Mm. I'll see that for another time. But anyways, um, of course, your franchise. Yeah. Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah, and this is um, this is like the end of the Skywalker saga, is it? Yep. The end of the sequel trilogy coming out December. Yeah. J.J. Abrams directing. My body is ready for it. Really? You don't get that? Can't you just say that you're ready for it? I mean, I mean, just to see, just to see how it'll wrap up, you know, the Skywalker saga. You did cry in the last one. I did. It got to me, man. And it's, it's, it's such a masterpiece, man. Last Jedi. No countdown? Uh, no countdown. Okay, yeah, it's episode seven. You, we are, th- we are 276 days away and all that. And that's probably wasn't even the exact number, but I'm sure it was at one point. If that you sat on the show, I'm just throwing a number out there. But, yeah, yeah, I did a massive countdown, you know, when we started the podcast. Yeah. Because it was like, oh my God, we're finally getting a sequel trilogy. I can't believe it. Codex Private Chill. Episode 19. Man, I came a long way since then. (laughs) That episode, it's like, that episode is three years old. A little over three years old, man. Man, We still going, man. People love us now. Yeah, they do. They do. I mean, Zombieland 2. Uh, Yo, can you, Zombieland is 10 years old? Shut up. Whoa. It came out, it's almost 10 years old because it came out October 2009. I mean, Two thousand nine. Yeah. Yeah, because I was working at Advance at that time. Holy shit, dude! It's like, where does the time go? Ten years. And Jesse old. Eisenberg's grown as fuck. Yep. Uh, Abigail Breslin, like she was in that too. Yeah, she played um, Emma Stone's uh little sister. Yeah. There's only five people. There's only five people in that entire movie. Yeah. Six. Yeah, because it because they were all named by the four main characters are named after states. Yeah. Woody Harrelson was Tennessee. And I forgot the other ones. Yeah, one one was like Wichita and yeah, and all that. And then of course Bill Murray. Yep. I'm like, I heard they, I heard they bringing in Dan Aykroyd. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm like, that's that's just perfect. Yeah, that is. That is just perfect. Um, and also this one, I think this one is actually gonna be a dud. Mm. Alita: Battle Angel. Yeah, I think that was supposed to come out last year, I believe. It's supposed to come out. February, I think it got pushed back. Yeah, it did get pushed back. Um, yeah, I'm I'm expecting like it's gonna. I'm expecting it to flop in theaters, but it's gonna be one of those like cult, cult hits. hits. Yeah, yeah, on Blu-ray, yeah. DVD, and of course this one's gonna be another sleep. This is gonna be a sleeper hit, sleeper mm. mega hit. Yeah, us. Yes. Oh man, March what was it? March twenty second. Yo, Mm-mm. yo, that trailer, how it used, I got five I on it. it. Yeah. <sighs> That was like, and I can't, and I, and I wrestle with that. There is a meaning to why they use that song. Oh, I, I can't. and I, I, I'm mad I didn't save the article. But mm-hmm. 
Like right. I came across the headline, I'm like, I should have, I should have saved it. But I mean, I'm sure you can Google it in any, anyways. But yeah, yeah, that's gonna be good. Now I did yeah. see a meme though. So they took the they took the shot of uh, Winston Duke and Lupita Nyong'o in the car. Yeah, and they're like, mm-hmm. T'Challa goes up and. T- T'Challa goes up in dust, and then Umbaka comes and take his takes his girl. Oh yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, that Black Panther connection right there. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, I I saw another. Uh, it was like a parody trailer, like of of us, but they but they cut the audio from the us trailer with footage from the Proud Family. <laughs> it, it, it was so weird. You gotta send that to me. Yeah, I think I think it's on YouTube, but that was that was dope. No, I haven't dropped Broly. I was supposed to, but I didn't see it yet. I'll hopefully see it this weekend. But yeah, um, us. That's gonna be the film. I can't wait for that. Any other movies? Because I kind of just done took shit over on you. <laughs> oh yeah, I got some other movies. I'll run them down. Um, Martin Scorsese's next movie coming out on Netflix, The Irishman. Uh, uh, that's coming out with um, with Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci. That one's gonna be pretty dope. I haven't seen them three in a movie together since. Let me see. Well, no, no. Ro- well, De Niro and Pesci did Goodfellas together with yeah. Ray Liotta, right? And Al Pacino. This is gonna be his first collaboration with Scorsese, actually. Really? Yeah. Surprisingly. I can't even remember the last time because um, Pacino did a movie. Uh, I'm sure there was some recent ones, but let's see. Recent ones, like I think it was like 88 Minutes that came out a few years ago. I know, he, I know he did some recent stuff. I, I'm just drawing a blank of what they were. Um, let's see. There's this other movie called uh, uh, Ad Astra. It's a it's a it's like a science fiction like space uh, science fiction space journey film. Uh, it's directed by James Gray. He did uh, last year's uh, no two years ago. He did uh, the Lost City of Z mm-hmm. with um, Charlie Hunnam and um, what's his name Robert Pattinson and Tom Holland. Uh, this one is pretty dope. This uh, it stars Brad Pitt, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Ruth Nega, and Donald Sutherland. Sounds like a good ass. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds That's a good ass lineup. Yeah, it's coming out May twenty fourth. Uh, it has the same cinematographer from Interstellar by Christopher Nolan, oh, Hoyt okay. Van Hoytema. So it, it looks dope. Looking forward to that. Um, Uncut Gems is another movie I'm looking forward to. Uh, this one's uh, d- uh, directed by Ben and Josh Safdie. They did this movie called Good Time with Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. which is a dope movie. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, this movie stars Adam Sandler, and uh, it's a it's a it's a crime story set in New York's Diamond District. Wait, 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 wait. Did I just hear you say you are looking forward to mm-hmm. a movie? Yes. That stars Adam Sandler. Yes, you heard right. Damn, you came a long way since 2015. Well, well the reason is because of the, the choice of directors. Not, it's not a Happy Madison film. Yeah, it's not a Happy Madison film or one of those like booty-ass comedies he does. Like This is, this is a ser- this is serious Adam Sandler we're talking about. I love The Cobbler. Oh, nah, 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 I'm not a fan of The Cobbler. But I'm, t- I'm talking about Punch Drunk Love, Adam Sandler. Like, she was whack. <laughs> screw you. Punch Drunk Love is... His, I, I still say Punch Drunk Love is Adam Sandler's best movie of his career. Still. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Ain't shit compared to Punch Drunk Love. You are awful. Yo, uh, and Uncut You're Gems. You're an awful human being. You should get like smacked in the face with a cactus. How are you going to compare Billy Madison to anything by Paul Thomas Anderson? <laughs> Come on now. Well, I don't know anything else that Paul Thomas Anderson has directed. Uh, Phantom Thread, There Will Be Blood, Boogie Nights, Magnolia, uh, Hard Eight. 
uh, the master. Well, the master sucked, but yo, Boogie Nights, I think you would like. You would like Billy, uh, that stars uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, yeah. I remember seeing like the commercials for it, the trailers for it and stuff. Yeah, but... it's a '70s porn star. So, nah, so... <laughs> look, Nick Thomas. Nah, bro. Eight Crazy Nights in Punch Truck Love was bad. Eight Crazy Nights was funny. No, it was. That was funny. Yo, Eight Crazy Nights was whack it as fuck. <laughs> Eight Crazy Nights was funny. First of all, how dare you, sir? <laughs> Eight Crazy Nights. Delete. De- I, I delete, delete you from... Nick Thomas. Nick Thomas is my guy watching all the way from San Diego. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. Thank you for watching, but I delete your comment from the, from the record. <laughs> um, oh, there's another movie I'm looking forward to. And this, this one's from Taika Waititi, who directed Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok yeah. It's called Jojo Rabbit. And no, it's not. It doesn't star JoJo from WWE. No, I wasn't thinking that. But if you want to put that image in my head, I appreciate. I grab. Thank no. you for that. Well, this is completely different. Uh, JoJo Rabbit. Uh, it stars uh, Scarlett Johansson, Sam Rockwell, uh, Stephen Merchant, and um, and Taika Waititi's in it as well. And this one has a really interesting premise. And this is what I got from the playlist.net. So the premise of JoJo Rabbit is a young German boy in Nazi Germany whose imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler, discovers that his family is hiding a Jewish girl in their house. And it's a comedy, supposedly. Oh, my God. After reading that, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Right up my alley. I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's all it needs to be said. And uh, the other two movies I'm looking forward to are um, The Lighthouse. It's a horror movie by Robert Eggers. He did The Witch. This one stars Robert Pattinson and William Willem Dafoe. And the last one I'm looking forward to, like, I'm hyped for this, May 17th, John Wick Chapter 3. Okay. Yo, have you seen the first two yet? Still haven't. You got time. I do. You got time. Yo, yeah. like, like John, John Wick was dope. The first John Wick was amazing. The second one was incredible. This one, I just want to see how they capped the trilogy. And plus, there's, a, there's, there's going to be a John Wick-based TV show called The Continental coming out, so... Yo, and John Wick Chapter 3 stars Holly Berry in it. And it's been a while since Holly Berry did a good movie, so I'm looking forward to seeing what she brings to the table. Yeah, I can't remember the last real good one. Like, I enjoyed Swordfish a lot. Swordfish was good for its time. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time. I do got the Blu-ray, so I should just, like, throw it on. Yeah. Just to see, like, how, see if it still holds up. Yeah. It's possible. It probably still works. It was a really, it wasn't an enjoyable movie. Yeah, it was. For, for and Taika Waititi's playing Adolf Hitler. <laughs> I just looked that up. How can I not see that? How can I not watch that movie? <laughs> it sounds so bizarre and like so outrageous. It's like, how can I? How can I? I can't ignore this. I gotta see it. Yeah, but yeah, John Wick Chapter Three. Yo, like if you're a fan of action movies and you haven't seen John Wick, dude, you are missing out. Yeah. Um. Oh, what else? Uh, as far as uh, I got video games. Oh, I'm ready to get into my video games. Yep. Uh, yeah, video games. I will say like the two that I've been that we've talked about ad nauseum on the show. Hopefully, they'll come out this year. The Last of Us Part Two, because you know I I I got my bottle of shea butter ready for that game, and Death Stranding. Yeah, I'm gonna let that hang. Give us something <laughs> with Death Stranding. Give us something. Well, they gave they gave us some some good nuggets with the with the brief gameplay footage. They just went like this to our freaking dicks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Yeah. 
Like, look, we we have video we have video game blue balls when it comes to Death Stranded. We do. I, I and and especially Last of Us Part Two. Oh yeah, definitely. And I still got it on download. I gotta just start that all over and just play it again. I got a whole list of like games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's all. You just got two. Oh, I I got a few more. Um, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, the next game from From Software. Did the uh, Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Oh, okay. That game looks amazing. Uh, the remaster or remake rather of Medieval. All right. That looks really cool. You said that with a smile on your face. God damn. <laughs> Medieval. That was a dope game back in the day for the PS One. Oh, that was really fun. That was a fun time. Uh, also Ghosts of Tsushima. That looks shit. Why didn't I write that down? That is yeah. coming out like a samurai movie come to life in video game form. You know, you know. As I was playing Onimusha today, I was really just thinking. I'm like, yo, if they would have updated, if they would have remade this, it'd be damn near close to Ghost of Tsushima. Oh yeah, yeah. Made by the uh, Sucker Punch, the developers of um, uh, what call it? Infamous. Oh okay. Yep. And uh, uh, last game is uh, Metro Exodus. I think it's coming out next month, February fifteenth. I think I saw. I think I saw that on my list. Yeah, that game I'm looking forward to because like the first two games you can get like it's called in the, in the Metro Redux yeah. uh, pack, two for one. Yeah, those games are worth mm-hmm. worth your time. Okay, as for my rather short list, um, usually I go for the, like the the big um, blockbusters, but uh, of course, Resident Evil Two coming out in two weeks. Yep. Devil May Cry Five coming out in March. Yep. Mortal Kombat 11 coming out in in April. Oh, I know you got your pre-order for that. Not yet, but I will so. Okay. I will though. Um actually, I think this is going to be the next game that the whole crew is going to be playing, Anthem. That game does look amazing. But Electronic Arts, you, you know they're going to yeah. they're going to bog it down with microtransactions. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to keep my I'm going to keep my third eye open on that one. Yeah, I just got to see it. We're talking over the guys. I'm like, is this going to be the next game? Because they still play Overwatch and stuff. Oh, and yeah. then they be playing, and some of them are playing Destiny. So mm-hmm. I gotta, I'll check I'll check those out. But yeah, oh my God. Those, at least those, yeah, those are my games. Yeah. I'm ready. Yep. I am ready. Oh, yeah. And uh, let's see. As far as, uh, I have like a miscellaneous, like, like random stuff. Okay, I got a couple. Um, well... TV shows? Uh, TV shows? Well, it could fall under a TV show if they do get a TV deal. Um, All Elite Wrestling. I'm looking forward to their Double or Nothing special. Uh, you're uh, going to Vegas, boys. Yeah, uh, May 25th. You would never last in Vegas, wouldn't you? I would last in Vegas at this point. I would. It ain't nothing to see. Well, just a bunch of strippers and slot machines. Whoa, what would you do? We can get that in Providence. We can get that at Twin River. Well, not minus the strippers, but, you know. Uh, in Vegas. It is a whole... There's a whole experience when it comes to Vegas, and I've never been. Game of Thrones season eight. Yeah, yo, April fourteenth. Yo, like I, I will renew. I well, not renew. I will reinstate my HBO subscription for that. Okay, sure. I was gonna. I'll let you use my logins, but okay. Really? You don't reward laziness. <laughs> ah, I caught you, you bitch. Listen, listen, listen now. Nah. Got you. Listen now. Nah. If somebody wants to let you use them, you're okay with that. But you never let anybody borrow oh, yours. Oh, 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 hold I on. got you. I got you with that. Like, oh, your hold eyes on now. Lit up when you said that. Listen, listen now. Listen, listen to me now. See, 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 see. Back, back in, you know, back in the day, right? Um, a year ago. But go ahead. Uh, yeah, a year ago. Like I, I was coming from a rather, shall we say, uh, arrogant place i admit um slightly but 
um, you know, when, you know, when, when, when times are tight economically, you know, uh, fr- friends look out for each other. And, um, and, 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 and to my shame, I, I, I own this to my shame when Carl uh, was in need of, of an HBO login. And when I had it, I turned my nose at him and I said, no, I said, don't be lazy. Do the work. Earn the money to get your own HBO Go subscription. And at the time, I felt good about myself. But um, as the past few months have given me an, uh, an, 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 educa- an education, if you will, um, I, 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 this is my mea culpa. I uh, humbly apologize for... You realize that whenever he's wrong, he stutters. That is not, not true, my friend. Not true. Demonstrably not true, but anyway, I um, uh, humbly apologize for my um, <clears throat> arrogant conduct uh, a year ago when I shunned you when you needed my HBO Go uh, logins the most. I denied you in your time of need, and uh, now, uh, now that we are now, now that you need it, you're ready to be, be humble and shit. Um, I'm gonna think about it. That's all. That's all I ask. Just, 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 just reconsider it, and um, you know, just, just, just reach out for a friend. You know, just, just help a brother out. Friends help each other out in times of need. Just, 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 just putting that out there. This motherfucker's turning on the puppy dog, puppy yeah. dog eyes and shit. Not, not saying you have to make a decision now, but, but just, just it's on the table. Just, just think about it. You know, for, for, for friends, co-hosts. Help other co-hosts. Friends help other friends. You know, it's like it's like the Houdini song. Friends, something, something, something. Depend on. I don't know how the song goes, but you know what you, I mean. Wait, what? I forgot. I forget the lyrics. You never forget "Friends" by Houdini. Listen, man. I had to be fair. I haven't listened to. I only listened, I only listened to that song like what once or twice in my that whole life. That song is timeless. So kiss my ass. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is, but I've only listened, I've only listened to that song in full like once or twice in my whole lifetime. But there were other other rap songs or hip hop classics that I know. But you know, some some classics fall through the through the cracks, man. You can't blame me. I can't listen to every song in existence. We got stream services, so there's no excuse. I'm not rewarding laziness. Listen to the listen to the music. We have spot. You have Spotify. Well, I, I um. <clears throat> Well, at, at this time, at the present moment, um, my Spotify is on hold. But but yeah, that's mine a, is too because of my freaking debit card. But uh, yeah, but but yeah, just just think about the HBO Go uh, uh, login um, uh, situation and get back to me uh, uh, when 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 such time uh, arises at your convenience, of course. You know, I'm, I'm not rushing you. I'm not trying to guilt you. But I should give you an answer on April 14th at 8:59 p.m. <laughs> oh, that's cruel, man. That is super cruel. But but yeah, you know, if if there's a login that I have that you need that that, that I do have, just let me know and uh, we'll uh, we'll 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 uh, we'll arrange something. <clears throat> yeah, I changed your life. You wouldn't let nobody borrow shit. You wouldn't let nobody <laughs> use logins. Now all of a sudden you ready to use logins? I changed your life. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go so far as, as to say that you changed changed my life. I I would say that. Um, through throughout the past year, I would say that you know my 
uh, my previous um, inflexible points of view have have sufficiently evolved because you know as we as we grow older with influence as we grow older we we evolve we evolve as people as individuals right gave you that kick in the ass that you needed to evolve with i i i I give it all up to god and uh, (laughs) aren't you an atheist agnostic same difference no, 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 not really, but but you know that's a whole other discussion. Just share the fact. But yeah, uh, but yeah, Game of Thrones. Definitely looking forward to that. Oh, also, of course, season four of Insecure. Oh yeah. Uh, have you finished yeah. season three? Yeah. Yeah, we. Yeah, it's too bad we never got the discussion episode of 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 yeah, season yeah, three. I know. I know. Because there's so much I wanted to get into, this, man. This is the best. This is a, this is gonna be a dope ass shit. Wait, let me get to that one. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna breeze through albums real quick. Okay. Kendrick Lamar got one coming out this year. Oh, awesome. SZA's gonna have one coming out this year. Okay. Chance the rapper and Kanye. I would like to see some from that come out. Mm, would they have an album together? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know how you feel. And then K Trinata. Shout out to Justin Case. He put me on to him and um, a lot of his remixes and stuff. Yeah. So I would love to hear like. A lot of his original content, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah, Kishinada is dope. Like yeah. my my girlfriend put me onto his music. Yeah. As for the comics end, there's gonna be a Marvel event coming up, just as big as Secret Wars. It's gonna be called War of the Realms. I have no, it, I have no mm-hmm. knowledge of it, like what it's gonna be about. But I know it's gonna be like, honestly, it's it's gonna be Secret Wars big. Okay. War War of the Realms. War of the Realms. Yes. Okay. Nice. And what you know when that's coming out? Springtime, so maybe March, April. Okay, hmm, that's something I'll, I'll keep. I already got enough shit to read as it is. Yeah, man. Yeah. And this is us came out on um, last night. Okay, nice. nice. You still ain't start this is us? Nah, I'm telling you, you you and your girl would love it. I'll think about it. I mean, there's just just so much on the table, you know. Nerd shit. <laughs> nerd life is nerd life is time consuming, but if you love it, it's worth it. Okay, indeed. All right. So, uh, any any uh, any other twenty nineteen stuff you're looking forward to? Twenty nineteen is gonna be the dope. It's gonna be such a dope year. Yeah. There's gonna be so much content that's gonna be coming out. Absolutely. Like even on the wrestling front, like I said, with AEW, the New Japan stuff coming out. Um, even WWE is gonna have some de- decent stuff coming out because NXT call ups and yep. all that. Like. Like Conrad Thompson said, Russell's cool again. It is. Yeah, I hear Ring of Honor's got some dope stuff. They're competing with Major League Wrestling. They're pretty much neck and neck in terms of like who they can sign. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, I ever heard of 99.9% by him. Yeah. That, I'll check that out. Yeah, I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah, that's pretty dope. But yeah, man. But yeah, uh, what are you looking forward to, our dear viewers and listeners, for 2019? Um, let us know at Codex Prime Podcast at gmail.com, as well as all of our social media, Twitter, Facebook, and all that good stuff. Instagram. Uh, anything else? Like a question of the week? Emails? I'm actually getting ready to go to a question of the week. Uh, so who is, your, uh, who is your all-time favorite director? So on the Instagram, Mr. Black from the Jabba Tears podcast, he says Spike Lee. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. And I gotta go back on just a little bit. That 
was dope. Did you see you didn't see that? Um Kaufman Stadium, home of the same um Kansas City Royals, had a big ass game of Mario Kart on their big screen. Oh, that's pretty cool. That was dope. Oh shit, what the hell do I do with it? Oh, here it is. Okay. And then on the Facebook, Kyle Chapman says he's Spike. I mean, yeah, Spike Lee or Steven Spielberg. And Jeremy Evans says Martin effing motherfucking Scorsese. Yes. So um, this week's question of the week, what do you think will be the biggest flop of 2019? Oh, that's a good question. Biggest flop. Um... Hmm. Biggest flop. Well, um, as if if we're if we're talking about movies, anything, or, or anything like any, anything in general, like if, if we were talking about movies, I would say the biggest flop would be um, what or one of the biggest flops would be X Men Dark Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I would say, like at best, it'll break its break even on its budget, but it's not gonna it's not gonna do like Aquaman numbers. And strangely enough, Aquaman is Aquaman made over a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah, yeah, which is okay. It's the middle aged those middle aged women who don't really read comics or watch some <laughs> movies like that. They just want to see Jason Momoa. Yeah, take his shirt off for a couple hours, I guess. <laughs> if I had the body, I'd do it. Hey, hey, it ain't tricking if you got it. Uh, I forgot who said that. <laughs> I did. I forgot too. Yeah, but yeah, I would say X Men: Dark Phoenix will be one of the biggest flops. Um. If we're talking about wrestling, uh, as far as flops go, I think we're already seeing it. Um, definitely Braun Strowman. I think I think like his stock has plummeted to the point where yeah, they gave up on it because yeah. nobody wants to see him and Braun go at it again. And Braun, I mean, or I Brock. said Braun, Brock, and they don't want to see them go at it again. And Brock doesn't like him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ever since he potatoed him that one time. Yep. That was it. Yeah, and they already had like five, six matches together at this point. Yeah, so they all sucked. Yeah, they all sucked. It's like, all right, let's do let's do something different. And they threw and they gave us Finn Balor, mm-hmm. which I which was something I actually brought up on Wrestling Fantasy Warfare. If you're not if you're not in that group, all of you wrestling fans get in it. It's been a lot of fun as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, Finn Balor getting this push, I know it's very early to say, but it's reminding me a lot of Eddie Guerrero's. Mm. Oh, an uh, underdog that Vince didn't believe in. That's right. Yeah. The crowd believes in him. Mm-hmm. Everybody else believes in him. He's going against Brock. Yeah. And that's like the ultimate David Goliath match. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's money to be drawn from there. And like and I don't think I don't think Bow's gonna pull off the win. Cause I cause I because I heard the rumor is that um Vincent wants Seth Rollins to face Brock at WrestleMania and get the universal title. Which is which you know, which is gonna be cool. Yeah, but, but to... I think Finn and Seth can pull off a better WrestleMania match. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, provided that Seth doesn't buckle bomb him into the barricade again outside. <laughs> but yo, he hasn't done it since. Yeah, knock on wood. But to see Finn like actually pull off the Eddie Guerrero upset and actually win against Brock, like yo. That would be like my markout moment of twenty nineteen. Yeah, that's my, you know, that Eddie and Brock was actually is actually like one of my top five favorite matches ever. Oh, I don't, I, I, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. That was, that was a hell of a match. One of the best matches I've ever seen in WWE. Yeah, like hands down. Yeah, check it out. No Way Out two thousand four February. 
Yeah. Ooh, and Bruce Pritch is actually um, reviewing Royal Rumble 2004. Oh, I forgot who won that one. Benoit. Oh, oh, Jesus. No, I'm actually <laughs> looking forward to saying because remember, they, you know how Benoit's black, he's blackballed by the WWE because, you know, when they whenever they bring up the Royal Rumble stars, he goes, only two men have won, won it from number one, yep. Shawn Michaels being one of them, and mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, that's true. That's all they say. That's all they say. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to listening to that when that comes out on Friday. But yeah, uh, that question of the week will be on on the social medias. Uh, anything else you got? Oh, oh, also another flop in wrestling, and and, and you know what? You're gonna be mad at me for this. Nia Jax. Leave my baby alone. Yeah, she she ain't she ain't sniffing she ain't sniffing the the title ever again. Now she's she's gonna be a jobber to the stars at best. Shut up, Carl. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Nia Jax is like the Carolina Panthers of WWE, is what I'm saying. Jesus Christ. You just love pissing off football fans, huh? <laughs> I do. That, shout out to Kyle. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Social um, Question of the week will be on our social medias within the net, within, you know, within a day or two. Hopefully, I'll do it on time. Yep. Around to it. Um, yeah, you can check us out on... Uh, you know, thank you for watching on Facebook. You can check us out on iTunes. Make sure you leave us a five-star review. SoundCloud, YouTube, Google Play, Google Podcasts now. Um, like us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, yeah, that's pretty yeah, much that's it. it. Yeah, I got it. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Please, dude. Oh, my God. Remember I used to try to say all that in one breath? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we we got it down, but yeah, SoundCloud is where you can catch out all of our audio episodes, as well as uh, Google. If you search us on Google Podcasts, you can find us there too, as well as, well as Google Play. Yeah, we everywhere. Yeah, pretty much everywhere, man. All right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, next episode is gonna be one fifty. Jesus Christ. Hundred fifty episodes, dude. And then, Lord willing, I'm pretty sure this will happen. Is that where it is? Our Royal Rumble episode. Oh yeah, we gotta and guess who. And you know we got. You know who we gotta bring back, right? We gotta bring back the UWO, UWO podcast. Somebody's getting buried. Oh yeah, we got the shovels. We out. getting our shovels ready for that one, so y'all ain't gonna want to miss that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and plus uh, NXT U, uh, NXT Takeover. Um, Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Real quick, like every time I think of the, the word Phoenix, I just think of Enzo Amore. <laughs> Cause that song, the song with the consensual yeah. penis. <laughs> God damn it! Another reason to hate Enzo Amore. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. You can catch us everywhere. Tune in for episode one fifty. That'll be coming out soon. Uh, and as always, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later. And also, be a good friend and share your logins. 